Boys and ghouls, happy Halloween and welcome to a special and spooky episode of Now We're Talking. My name is Josh and what shall I have for you this week? A very old friend is here in the studio to co-host, or should I say co-ghost, the show with me. Uh, Stephen is here again. Hello, hello. Hello, Stephen. And later on we'll be joined by Hollywood actor Russell Brand as well as pro-human activist Alex DeNormal. Plus we'll be reading some of your real-life scary stories and deciding if they're screams or dreams. But first, let's catch up with our e- ethereal acquaintance. That was difficult to say. Stephen, how are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, I was I was doing better until I heard you try to say ethereal acquaintance. But, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to power through, and I'm going to continue Thank speaking in a regular bravery. manner. Um, yes, it's, <laughs> but there's seething anger behind it. <laughs> of course, of course. Thank you for coming by again. It was surprisingly easy to get you back in the studio. I just had to stand here and say, Stephen, do you want to come and do the Halloween episode? I appreciated how direct it was. I don't know if there's some ghost power that you have or if you were just in the room. No, sometimes I happen to just hang out, probably because you always got Halloween Oreos. I do. Those are the those are the best ones. Um, <laughs> actually, those are the most accurate view and depiction of uh, of ghosts. Oh, <laughs> really? The Halloween Oreos are the most accurate depiction of ghosts. Yeah, you probably thought it was some like super deep answer, but no, that's it. I really did. Um, so is Halloween a very special time for you as a ghost? You know what it really is? Uh, it gives me a time to be really angry about how everybody gets it wrong. You know, um, sure. <laughs> it gives me a chance to haunt people who are probably going to wet themselves, and I do think that's hilarious. Sure, uh, okay. Sure. So far, um, so far, we've got it's a special time because you're angry and can laugh at piss. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, how do you feel about the portrayal of of ghosts that we have on Halloween? I mean, children dressing up in white sheets and that sort of thing. I think we all know, as with every popular custom, that it's mostly racist. Um, I did just see the movie uh, Ghostbusters. Are you, have you are you familiar? Is that is that something that people saw? If you recall, last time we were here, uh, I had a, a guest who was a ghost hunter. I don't I don't recall. It's the only Seems time me. we've met before. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll take your word for it. But uh, she was uh, what was her name? Steve. Was her name Stephen? No. That's... I think that's your name. No, you're right. Stephen, you're right. Sure not, um, um, Terry was Terry. the ghost hunter. Um, and she, I believe, mentioned Ghostbusters. Uh, did you see the uh, the original Ghostbusters or the new Ghostbusters? I only saw the new one, mainly because people were really mad about it. So I was like, well, what are they so mad about? And then when I saw it, I was like, whoa, I know why they're mad about it. There weren't enough penises in it. And oh, okay. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure that was. I'm just happy that it only took me about five minutes to bring up the first mention of penises, so <laughs> really did a great we should all be there. delighted. What would be the perfect amount of penises to have been in the Ghostbusters film? <laughs> I think any... I actually have a website where I track this. I think any movie with at least seven to twelve, you know, like, main sure. actors, that's the sweet spot. Okay. That's not a lot of films. And I, you know, I, it's a pretty inclusive list. I think sure. that Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross is on it. That's like eight penises right there. Right, but you don't see that penises in Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, or indeed Glenn well, Gary, I mean, Glenn Ross, as the film is called. But you can sense them there. There's an undercurrent of dick the whole time. I mean, you know yeah. that they have penises. You're also, assuming. You don't even know that. I mean, yes, you are assuming all the characters in Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross have penises. They may, some of them, or indeed all of them, may not have penises. I, I'm a believer. Yeah, I mean, you can be negative if you want, but. 
I'm a believer. Alec Baldwin's character definitely has a penis. You know what? Surprisingly, I'm going to go against you on that one. Well, really? You think he's overcompensating? Yes, I do believe so. I've been to his house, actually. The real Alec Baldwin or the character that Alec Baldwin plays in Glengarry Glen Ross? <laughs> the real Alec Baldwin. I've been to his house. I see. And uh, you, <laughs> I dread to find the answer to this question, but did you see his penis? You're going you're gonna to think I'm crazy, but yes, I did see his nuts. That's not penis and nuts aren't the same thing. Listen, I'm I'm a ghost, you know. So some of the basic, like some of you guys' words for anatomy, they don't cross over very well. Sure, you're also from the 1800s, so maybe people used to call the penis and the nuts. They did, and yeah, maybe you should stop judging me. You weren't there. I can see why they switched it. To be honest, <laughs> makes a lot more sense than the balls and nuts. I I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. Stephen, let's get back to Halloween for a second. Yes, sir. Oh, boy. So how, how has Halloween changed over the years? One of the things that you'll notice most about back when I was alive, people only lived to like, I think, and I'm not a scientist. I think roughly they only lived to about 21 years old. Like that was the oldest person at the time was 21. <laughs> okay. Well, you yourself were twice the age when you died. Right. And I was the oldest person alive then. Let me get, can I please get back to my story? I don't. Sure. Okay, so most people only lived at 21, and so you got to celebrate Halloween and really be aware of it for, like, 10 years before death came for you. Stephen, what um, was Halloween like back in your time? I remember waking up, and every day we woke up, we first checked to make sure we didn't have the plague. There was something we did, it was called the uh, circle, circle, dot, dot, and that was how we made sure we didn't have the plague. Sure. And now back then, we didn't have costumes like they do today. Like, uh, most people back then could only really afford, like, a bucket and a mop. <laughs> so there really weren't a lot of costumes you could do. You yeah, could be, I like... I think of a few with bucket mop. You could be, like, Bucket Man, which a lot of us were. Bucket Man, which, yep. Right. Obviously, that's a really fun I thing I mean, to a be. lot of children today still dress as Bucket Man. <laughs> <But laughs> Trick or treat I, is just like watching a Bucket Man parade come down your street. Um, I'm glad that that caught on because I invented it. So that's perfect. Sometimes and you're just a stranger in a sea of bucket men, Stephen. That's right. And the um, with the the mop, you could you could be all sorts of characters. You could be uh, you could be a, a witch. You sure. could be a custodian. And those were the two options. <laughs> sure. Did you ever mistake a real custodian for a witch any other time? <laughs> no, not not. Not in passing, no. I I pretty much could identify. Normally, the actual custodians were were doing were cleaning. I mean, you things. did have you did have a certain measure of wisdom, being the world's oldest man. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Uh, I had seen I had seen a lot. I'd seen some of the best Bucket Man costumes, and I had seen some of the worst. <laughs> What's the best Bucket Man costume you ever saw? The best one was probably the first person to think to cut out eye holes. That probably contributed a lot to the average age being only 21 was a lot of the deaths on Halloween <laughs> from sure. Bucketman costumes. Stephen, thank you for being here to co-host this week's, uh, and indeed this year's, special Halloween episode as it only comes around once per annum. It is my pleasure. I can't wait to see what we've got in store for the rest of the show. Hopefully it's not too scary. Well, you know. you never know. You never know what could happen. It could get pretty, uh, pretty freaky. So freaky or scary? More, I would, I would say it's going to be seventy percent scary, thirty percent freaky. Is that all right with you? I mean, I wish that we would have discussed the ratios before we started, but 
let's just, you know, let's keep going. Let's keep this train moving. Sure. Well, I hope you'll join me in welcoming our first guest. Uh, he's an English actor slash comedian who's made a big splash in Hollywood, and now he's starring in Tim Burton's new movie. Please welcome to Now We're Talking, Russell Brand. Hello, Gov. Hi, Russell. Uh, so, so glad to have you here. Yeah, for sure. Russell, do you mind me asking you a question? I do, but, you know, whatever. Go for it. Have you ever thought about, like, when you're doing your acting, actually being somebody other than Russell Brand? In short, no. I don't think people will watch if I wasn't me. You're right. That was an ignorant question, famous actor Russell yeah. Brand. I was. <laughs> Russell, I don't yeah. know if you noticed, but uh, Stephen, who's just asked you the question here, is a ghost. Oh, well, fuck you then, because you ain't even real, on, so I don't, know, I don't owe you anything. The question's only insulting <laughs> on the knowledge that Stephen is a ghost. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair, I think. I mean, Russell, have you seen a ghost before? Because you seem you seem pretty at ease with Stephen. Well, first of all, my mum was a ghost, but, you know, she was also a bitch, and I, I, I personally remember her more as a bitch than as a ghost, so it doesn't bother me. It me off a little bit, but it doesn't it doesn't scare me if that's what your question was. My accent changes by the way, hope that's alright with you. It's fine, Russell. <laughs> I'm really more focused on this point. That your mum was a ghost. Well she's from Manchester and about sixty percent of Manchester's ghosts. So Google it. <laughs> Are you sure that isn't just their complexions? That's just fucking ignorant. <laughs> what I think. Russell is Fucking rude. So you said that um, your mom was a ghost. Uh, how did she I become like a that. ghost? How did she become a ghost? <laughs> you don't become a ghost unless you're dead. And she ain't dead. So she was born one. You're a human born from a ghost's vagina. Amen. How do you get from there to Hollywood? Okay, see, first of all, you start not condescending. So I'm going to stop you right there. Second of all, it's called a plane. I flew myself to the US. Hang on, you flew yourself? I'm sorry, is there confusion there? I didn't know you were a pilot as well. No, I'm not a pilot. I'm half ghost, you motherfucker. I flew me ghost body. Russell, you're very, very hostile today. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm driving. I mean, I've, I've, seen, I've seen Brand X. I know you can, uh, you, you're not afraid of a little confrontation, but... Well, I told, I just, I'm a little bit tense. Sure. But, um, well, yeah, so I, I flew, and uh, it was all history from there, pretty much. Hollywood actor Russell Brand. Half ghost, Hollywood actor. Thank you. Half ghost Hollywood actor Russell Brand who has the power of flight. That's me. So tell us uh, a memory <clears throat> that you had with your mom who was a ghost that really stood out to you. I walked in on a in on the shower. She thought I was doing it on purpose, and I said, "Mum, you think I walk in on a woman and not got no titties?" And she said, "Fair enough." And I think that from that point we sort of bonded because she knew that I understood. Kind of respect a woman, and uh, don't walk in it. Don't walk in on a woman who didn't got to titties. Because what's the point, really? <laughs> so, so why is um, that the first story you go to? <laughs> because, like I said, if we were to rewind, that was a point where we bonded. Russell Brand, what does Halloween mean to you? Well, as an atheist, it's pretty much me Christmas. And, Halloween, um, the atheist's Christmas. Exactly, exactly. And I, I feel like I created Halloween. Like, sure, it existed before I was born, but it wasn't made right until I was famous. Well, Stephen, did you notice a big change in the Halloween holiday? I've just been spending most of this time wondering why Russell Brand has to be 
literally hanging from the chandelier while we do this interview. That's I mean, fucking ignorant. Russell, you had a chandelier installed in the studio. Yeah. And then you climbed up there, and you haven't come down since. It's fine with me, but I'm wondering why. Well, why the fuck do you think I bring my assistant if I ain't gonna hang a chandelier and swing from it? You think she's just there for good luck? So you misogynist. Get your shit together, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Russell Brand, famous Hollywood actor who loves titties and is a feminist half-ghost who can fly. That's me. So many questions for you. I'm not going to give Russell Brand that much credit for changing Halloween. Um, I think that Russell probably was the first half-ghost that also learned how to fly right away. I, I think that that, was, that definitely was the first, so that was a change. I mean, I do want to go back to the whole ghost birth thing, Russell. Was... I, wasn't, I don't remember it, if that's what you want to ask. <laughs> Not one of my questions, Russell. My was bad, your, go ahead. Was your father an, an alive human being, I presume? Yeah. How does a man make love to a ghost lady? And <laughs> describe it in detail. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Ghost? Uh, I actually haven't. Wow. Well, then don't even fucking worry about it. If you ain't going to do your research, I ain't going to, you know, throw you <laughs> I down. I don't, but... th- I don't think I could be expected to have watched the movie Ghost as research for interviewing Russell Brand. Fair enough. I went too far. Might take it back. Sometimes I got too far. Thank you. Honestly, um, let me interrupt. Let me interrupt right here to just say that... Um... The movie Ghost really overdoes it on the amount of pottery that we care to do. How much pottery do you do? It's only about 1% the amount of pottery that is in that movie that I've actually done in my life. And it seems less romantic, and there's definitely less Patrick Swayze than I would like. Patrick Swayze, presumably an actual ghost now. Right, which is the first person to actually do that from the movie Ghost. I to be see. an actual ghost now. And we <laughs> laugh about that all the time. Can I show something about me further? Kind of relates to what you're talking about. Absolutely, Russell. Brand. Patrick Brand Swayze's brother is Matrick Quasi, who's me father. <laughs> I changed my last name to Brand because I wanted to store a brand and I didn't know how to start it. And someone said, why don't you just call your brand Brand? And I said, well, fuck it. I'll take it a step further. Why don't I change my last name to Brand? Your father, Matrick. <laughs> Matrick Quasi, that's with a Q. Matrick Quasi. Yeah, he died, so he's a ghost now. Right, oh, that's he's a ghost now. He's with me mum, who's still living, but a ghost. When did your mum die, Russell? Well, she was born a ghost, so do the math. Oh, she was, I forgot about that, sorry. It's, sorry. There's an awful lot to keep angry. Yeah, I mean, there's purebred ghosts all the way back. Now, Stephen, you are not what Russell has just called a purebred ghost. No, I was not born offensive to ghosts. Yeah, ghost in neighborhood. What I say? Is that that sounded racist? I can't be sure. I mean, people make fun of me for being half ghost, half human, so I'm allowed to say it. I've got a friend who's half ghost, so it's you, Russell. It's myself. You consider yourself a friend. Pretty much the only one I got these days. <laughs> oh, Russell, that's sad. But also, you seem to be very aggressive. Fair enough. <laughs> so if I can give you maybe a tip to getting more friends, just tone it down a little bit sometimes. I'll take that into consideration. I'm glad you have, Russell. Half ghost, full on asshole. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. I'll remember that, though. No, 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 I'm scared. That's Which something is, that doesn't happen very often. That does not happen very often to a ghost. Tables are turned. So, Russell, you're in the new Tim Burton movie. I am. Uh, Would you like to tell us about that? So, basically, it's about um, an atheist black licorice factory owner. 
leather pant beetle trot. I tell the children. I'm gonna tell you the whole fucking story. Sure. It's basically okay. it. I'm not sure they'd want uh, me to do spoiler that. Spoiler alert: We all die. Just kidding, but it's true. But spoiler alert: I'm telling the whole story. So tells he tells the children I mean, that Santa. You've spoiled it, but it's as good as a, as a spoiler-free review because I have no idea what happens. He tells the children that Santa and Jesus don't exist because it's true, and then he pays for it when a paper stock buying his black licorice stocking zappers eventually triumphs in the end. This is a spoiler because it's the end. Sure. By extending Halloween to three months, wiping out Christmas because it's important to know atheism is the way. So uh, let me just say, I have an aside, because we mentioned uh, Santa. I, I met the original Santa Claus, and um, he was <laughs> the biggest, horniest drunk I've ever met. He was actually, the original thing with him coming down the chimney and getting into people's houses is because he wanted to make sure they had brandy for him to drink in there, and also they were hoping to find uh, pornography. I'll tell you what, whoever said he was Santa is lying to you, so thanks for the bullshit story. <laughs> okay, back to the Tim Burton movie. Russell, how is it working with Tim Burton? <laughs> First of all, there can only be one mama crazy hair in a room. Sure, so that's the rules of nature. You bring in Robert Smith, you bring in Tim Burton, you bring in me, you're going to have a fight. Wow. That's just science. So you had to fire Robert Smith, for he's no longer key grip. And uh, Robert Smith was originally going to be the key grip on this film. Yeah. What would you think? How do you think it makes money? He's not making rap records anymore. So I don't know. We just uh, we get along as long as one one of us has our hair up. Who else is in the film, Russell? Because Tim Tim Burton likes to use. Is Helen Bonbon Carter in the? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She plays me mum. Stephen, okay. who who is that? <laughs> no, he said it right. I just want to um, make sure I have it right, Russell. I said uh, Helene Bonbon Carter yes. plays Russell's mother. Does she play a ghost? Uh, half ghost, like myself. So, as you can see, it's not based on reality because me mom's a 100% ghost. So. Sure. Helene Bonbon Carter in the film <laughs> is only half ghost, as you are. One thing that you're well known for is using a lot of uh, extravagant language and long words, that sort of thing. Um, Aquarium, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Stephen, are you a Russell Brand fan? You know what? I uh, I wasn't sure when, when he first came in and they were putting up the chandelier. It seemed like a bit much. It was a very long But process. I think that I've, like I said, I, I feel like maybe the Matrix-Quasi connection. I think maybe I'm, you know, maybe Russell's growing on me. So you are a Matrix-Quasi fan. Um, Appreciate that, mate. You know, I think we're we're gonna be the best of friends. Maybe after this podcast, we'll go out since he is half ghost. We'll do some ha- we'll do some hauntings from six to nine p.m. and then after that, we can check out the local Hooters for wings. Now I'm gonna have to question you on the last one because I'm an a- I'm an atheist and I'm a sort oh, sorry. <laughs> an atheist and Hooters is famously very religious. <laughs> Not a misogynist. Sorry, I'm a feminist. And uh, Hooters kind of goes against everything I believe in. The Hooters logo is much like the Plague Check. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you've got your Plague Shot. Go to pretty, Hooters for your Plague Shot. I mean, you could. I, I don't believe it to be a very religious place, but maybe I haven't been paying that much attention. And the irony is, titties is my religion. But <laughs> not in that context. I don't want to... Don't shit where you eat, is what I always say. Russell, the irony there chicken. is so thick. <laughs> I'm having Just trouble. Just like my mother's titties if she had them, but she didn't because she was a ghost. 
See, that's a, that's a Russell Brand quote. Russell, you revealed some very interesting information about yourself. Okay. You're half ghost. Yep. Your mother's full ghost. Mm-hmm. You have the ability to fly. Of course, yeah. I'm not sure why you're hanging from a chandelier if you can fly. I don't want to move around. I want to sit still if I'm going to have a conversation. I'm not a rude asshole. It'd be rude of me not to bring me on the chandelier to assume that there'd already be one here. I mean, are you, are you leaving the chandelier behind? Because it's, if so, I appreciate it a lot. Why don't, we, why don't we find out at the end of the podcast? Sometimes I feel a little bit, like, isolated. And other times I'm like, yeah, I've well, connected with the ghost a little bit. Might leave it for him. Well, Stephen. Stephen. Stephen, we're on Russell's good side, so maybe let's, you know, stay there to, and we've got the chandelier. I think that'd be a great idea. Stephen, what are you going to do with your half of the chandelier? I feel like with my half of the chandelier, I'm going to light some candles, and then I'm going to, I'm going to conjure the ghost of Patrick Swayze. We're probably just going to spoon for a good three hours. Stephen, what do you make of all this half ghost stuff? Um, I feel like I don't understand how it happens. I don't really need a oh. description of the... I guess you're pretty privilege, aren't you? You don't need to know outside your spectrum, do you? Russell, you're very hostile towards me. And I feel like maybe there's, there's some no, like, up. Russell's very hot and cold up. with both you and I, Steve. Yeah, I feel like there's maybe some... I just some... like to test me friends to see if they're up to, the, up to the challenge. Perhaps there's some ghost-related issues, maybe with your your, your ghost father. Uh, he was a human. Maybe if you listen, you would have called that. But, you know, match at Quasi, rest in fucking peace. R-I-F-P. Um, R-I-F-P. Right. Well, Russell, what's the what's the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? One time someone didn't know I was Russell Brand, and that really <laughs> threw me through the roof. I mean, I guess that's anger, but it was some fear in there too, like, that I don't know what, what I am. Who didn't, who know? didn't know who you were? I mean, it was, a, it was a maid at a hotel. She was elderly, so I'm sure she didn't have a television or something, oh, but I, see. I fucking hate her. So. <laughs> you hate her to this day. Because <laughs> she didn't know who I was, and that's fucked up. Well, Russell, thank you very much for coming in, and I hope you decide to uh, stick around for the rest of the episode. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I want to introduce my next guest. Alex DeNormal is a pro-human activist. Alex, welcome to the studio, and happy Halloween to you. Uh, thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here on one of these mainstream establishment podcasts where normally people with our concerns are not normally invited. So I just want to say that you're doing something really important here. Uh, thank you, I think, uh, for that. Um, so, Alex, this is obviously Russell Brand hanging above us. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I saw the two spooks oh, when I walked in. You, you might be a bit surprised to see. I don't know if Stephen is a ghost. Boo and shit, whatever. Yeah, this isn't my first encounter with ghosts, so I'm I'm well versed in their culture and their beliefs, and that's what we're here to talk about. I mean, when I first, okay. when I first saw Stephen, I was shocked. Uh, I was I was really surprised that ghosts existed. <laughs> and and you should be you should be shocked. Well, it seems like everyone else. <laughs> has already seen a ghost and is quite at ease with them. You go to the middle of this country, it's ghosts everywhere. There's there's almost no humans left, really. We're outnumbered in our own country. Well, I mean, who's to say it's a human's country, not a ghost's country? Uh, I would say that history would be the first source on that. But I mean, really, that's the, something ghost, I... the ghosts were there first, if you think about it. Uh, yeah, but they weren't there in our country. They were just around, not really doing anything of, of value, not adding much to the land or getting anything from it. 
humans came in and made something of it. And I think that's something that it's fair to say that we should all be proud of and try to respect and take care of. And the ghosts don't even pay rent in a cemetery. Sorry. (laughs) Thank you, Russell. You know what? That's just, this is all basically just a lot of assumptive thoughts about ghost culture. I'm right here. You it guys sounds just like, ask it me sounds about like it. from being pro-human, there's a slight anti-ghost sentiment. It seems here. like it. Josh, I, I understand the uh, the pressure that you're under as a part of the mainstream. You need to present something that's in line with the multi-species, multi-creature agenda that sure. you feel you need to give equal time between us and them, or maybe not equal time since there's only only me and two of them as so often happens when i do happen to be invited um and russell is half ghosts and i'm i i i have nothing full human so i have nothing against ghosts you know there's a proud ghost culture and i just think that there should be a proud human culture as well steven what do you think about that i think this guy he's um He's a little bit jaded. I don't think I don't think he knows anything about ghosts, and I don't think he's taken the chance to get to know us. I don't think he's ever gone to a Denny's at 4 a.m. with a ghost, which is really the best time to get to know anyone. The peak experience, right? And I I would be willing to do that later on if he if he would take accept my invitation. I uh, no, thank you. I mean, Alex, oh, have you spent a lot of time around ghosts? Uh, yeah, you pretty much can escape ghosts and other monsters and goblins and ghouls nowadays. Alex, uh, are you mm-hmm. afraid of no ghost? That's that's humorous. I understand that to you that this is not very serious or important, that human identity maybe doesn't mean as much to you as a big city podcast host. But for a lot of people today, all they really have is their species. And I think it's time that we look into protecting what's human and making sure that we understand what is human and isn't human. Well, sure, but I mean, all ghosts, apart from Russell Brand's mother, of course, uh, were once humans. So, I mean, everyone comes from a common place, surely. Sure, but the culture is not necessarily the same. And if you look at history and you look at who invented things or art, you look at literature, you look you invented at the word science, alone. and you just you don't see the same contributions from ghosts or wow. signs or or vampires. Well, sure, they but many, many without, of, those, many of those human contributors are now ghosts. I think it's very telling to say that you can't create a ghost without taking away a human. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Go ahead, though. I'll go a point when you're done. No, Russell, please, now. Uh, it's as good time as any. The show okay, is called so Now We're Talking, not When You're Done We're Talking. Now, that that's true right there. And I'm going to bring some more truth. You said it's them versus us. It's us versus them. Answer me this. If I'm half ghost and half human, am I against myself? I uh, know you're a ghost. That's ignorant. It's very hard to tell nowadays what is going to be considered politically correct or not when it comes to specters or anything of the sort. There's no real full wolf way to determine what the difference between between a specter and a ghost. So a specter in the ghost community is what we would call an asshole. (laughs) He's the one that goes around and knocks stuff off the walls or if you've got a loose doorknob, 
he'll like come in at night and he'll tighten that up a little bit. And so like you used to twisting it real hard and then you'll end up hurting yourself, like stuff like that. Like, you know, really minor things basically just treat you like a piece of shit. That's a shame because I expected better. Yeah, well, Steven, I expected better. Expected better. Expected. What's happening? Steven, you get it? it? Steven, I expected better. Expected better. No, you listen to the way I'm saying Expected better. Expected. Expected. Expect. Oh, okay. There we go. Oh. So see, now you did. Well, you get the asshole thing, don't you? Seems like you completely understand it. I'm pretty sure anyone who uses puns is an asshole. (laughs) Well, that's true. Maybe I'm a specter. Speaking of which, I, w- I wanted to call it, I wanted to call this episode the uh, Halloween Spectacular. What do you think of that? Oh God, I'm actually furious about that. <laughs> it was either going to be the Halloween Spectacular or the Halloween Spectacular. <laughs> oh my God! I goodness. like that one personally. No, I I always name the episode after something that's said in the episode, but because I've now said, <laughs> so you're just going to call it that, even though it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Well, I'm replacing Tacular with the similar-sounding but Halloween-themed Dracula. I follow it, I think. Russell likes it. Alex, what do you think about Halloween Spectre Dracula? Oh, I Spectre Dracula! I've this, combined this. them! <laughs> okay, the Halloween Spectre Dracula. <laughs> That's gonna be it. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's get back on top. Alex, do you think your pro-human stance could be interpreted as an anti-creature stance? Uh, I think that it's often misrepresented. It is about the survival of our species, and that says nothing about other species. But I think one thing that you really have to look at, they have this way of normalizing what they're doing, uh, and Halloween's coming up, and you're going to see a celebration of all things monsters. But if you were to do a day that was a celebration of all things human, that would not be accepted. I have to disagree with you, because I think every day is like a human day. The other day, I saw that it was National Cheeseburger Day, National Vodka Day. What else? I saw like National Sketcher Shape-Ups Day. I think that was yesterday. And I can't really participate in that. Steven, as much as I'd like, As much as I'd like. Yeah, there are a lot of days that are just for humans. I feel like every day is. And then we just get one, you know? What you want is to be the center of your own world. Why don't you return back to your spirit Whoa, world? Whoa, now this is that's wow. very... Okay. Uh, All right. Strong language. Though. All right. Russell, you're half ghost and half human. You're caught in the middle here. Hello. How do you feel about what Alex is saying here? Um, first of all, I'm not really uh, feeling the pressure that I now represent everybody who's half ghost, half human, because I'm Russell Brand, so kind of me on breed. I'm Russell Brand. I'm not whatever you're trying to put, whatever box you're trying to put me in. As a, don't you feel as a movie star, being on screen and normalizing what you are is dangerous? That it's setting an example for what's supposed to be normal when it comes to ghosts? How come there's no human busters? Have you ever watched The Sopranos? I think a lot of humans get killed in that one. I, I think mean, we're fine. Russell himself busts many humans on his show Brand X. Fuck yeah. And another thing I like about Ghostbusters is it's all woman, and I'm a feminist, so it's right up my alley. Exactly. What do you think of the original Ghostbusters, Russell? Not a huge Bill Murray fan, but I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into the fact that he hit on me ex-wife Katy Perry. I'm not going to go there. Oh. I'm not going to out him. 
So you just did do that. So. As much as you're trying to egg me on to do it, I'm not going to say that he called her up at 3 a.m., came over to her flat and shagged her for a four to five hour period. <laughs> I'm not going to go there, even though you're trying to answer me on because you're part of the mainstream media and it's what you live for. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to send a fax to TMZ with some photographs that I got a PI private investigator to take in the spring of 2013. I'm not going to go there because I'm above it. So I saw him in the movie Zombieland because he died. I think he was actually going to like cross over and then we could hang out. Zombie supporters, what you are. That's true. I feel like we have we have to band together. Alex, how do you feel about zombies? I'm not against any sort of creature. They they should have their own place. You know, perhaps part of town where they don't interact with the human population. Perhaps walled. Perhaps not. Are you proposing to put up a wall so that zombies can't go over going to human land? Is that what you're saying? Maybe four walls and then another wall that's on top of that wall known as a ceiling. Then how about when the ghost can go through the brick walls? You're saying it's okay for the ghost, but ain't okay for the zombies? Uh, no, ghosts should also be in their own realm, not anywhere near my family or my loved ones. It is Halloween, and it's in the spirit of the Halloween to get spooked. But Alex, you sound more than spooked, you sound afraid. I wouldn't say that I'm afraid. I mean, demographic change is worrying, and there's more Frankensteins, more Draculas, more booberries than ever before in this country. Um, Booberries are a big problem. (laughs) More than ever. I've got a a very delicious solution for that. (laughs) All right, all right. Um, Well, okay, the Frankensteins, for example. Uh, By the way, when you say Frankensteins, do you mean Dr. Frankensteins or do you mean Frankensteins monsters? The environment today, you can't call them monsters, and that's just the truth. Oof! Oof! Sorry. Is there, a, is there a dog with you? What, Alex? Happened, what happened there? It, the window's open. There's a dog outside. Let, let me just close it. That was strange. You know, it's the, it's a full moon. The dogs go crazy. Hey, Stephen. Yeah, bitches go crazy. Stephen. Meet me. Meet me. I put Russell's chandelier. All right. Let me. Yeah. Sounds a little off with Alex. I mean, that definitely wasn't from outside. Yeah, he smells like shit, I can tell. (laughs) That wasn't what I was having an issue with. I'm pretty sure there was like a, he made like an animal noise. Do you think he's okay? Bonnie just horny. um, You hear that? I think somebody, is somebody knocking at the door? Not me, Pekka, for once. Yes, Stephen. To some visitors tapping at my studio door. Only this and nothing more. Uh, Come in. Oh, who? Oh, hey, folks. Oh, sorry to interrupt your oh my. dinner. Ooh, it's windy out there. Can I just park this, yeah, my course. drink here? And, <clears throat> just, this won't take long. Sorry, sorry for the interruption. <clears throat> um, please, uh, please, please of, come just, and sit down at the table. <clears throat> greetings, beings of this... <clears throat> uh, let me see here. Uh, greetings, beings of this insignificant realm. I've. Oh, my name is uh, Imelda Tamsin Blight. Andorra, I'm of the instead of daughters of the uh, Hades succubus, and just, it won't take too long. I've just got to cast a few spells, and um, <clears throat> I've come to... Yeah, if, if, you, if, you, if you wouldn't mind, um, oh, Imelda, was it? Imelda Tamsin Blight Andorra okay. of the um, 
Kevin said if, if you wouldn't mind just taking a seat for a second because sure, um, yeah, oh, this geez, is recording. I, Jessica, sit the fuck down for two seconds. I don't mean to be rude, but I can't yeah. hear you. Got There's the no ADD. way to tell who Russell is talking to right now. I am really, <laughs> really sorry to interrupt. I just need to cast a few spells. You know, it's the end of my shift. That's something I just... that, that you. I, I did hear you say about about the spells. Emelda, are you a witch? I am a neo-pagan Wiccan of the Covenstead Daughters wow. of Hades. Yes. I mean, this is the perfect, yeah. This yeah. Is perfect sorry. day for you to come by, because this is Halloween. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Um, no, no problem yeah. at all. I mean, we're doing a special Halloween episode here. I'm calling it the, uh, okay. the Halloween. Okay. So, the Halloween. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, so I've come to, uh, let me see here. Uh, so sorry. Do you mind? Uh, Excuse me. Um, I've come to cast a pops upon you and invite the reckoning of your transgressions. Oh, um, that sounds nice. Beginning at the uh, at the quarter moon this evening, transitioning into a full moon. You have brought the reckoning of your kind. Okay, okay. now no, let me interrupt so here. So sorry, me... I am so sorry. Let me interrupt here. I've been through a couple reckonings, and they're never good. No, but... no, they're not. No. Doesn't sound good. No. Is there any way no. we can convince you to not do that, Melda? Oh, jeez. You know, unfortunately, this is above my jurisdiction. Uh, one of the high priestess daughters, really. I, you know, I, I'm just, a, I'm just a spell giver. I, I really, I'm so sorry to interrupt your lovely family. It, it seems like you're having a wonderful dinner. I thought I was the only one eating up here. You are, oh, Russell. I don't know what you're You've got some munchies, too. Are you Russell Brand? I was just about oh to say, God. it's funny, man. Perhaps uh, me being Russell Bland would have seen such a big fan, but actually, no, I'm sorry. No, I still need to bring the reckoning of your kind. It's just, this is my. Oh my God, if Russell Brand can't convince you to stop yeah. it, I don't know I can. Imelda, let me just introduce you to everyone. Obviously, you know Russell Brand. Stephen is a uh, ghost. Okay, yeah, that's that really beyond my jurisdiction. Yeah, I mean, I just need to run through a few things here. Let me see. I'm sorry, my, my devil's mark was way off, and I got pretty lost. I had some broom oh troubles. God. So you were, real, way- you were like a real witch with a broom and... <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm really trying. I'm really got the big trying. pointy hat and everything. It's very yeah. I got this at Urban Outfitters. So the dawn of your blossoming pentacle will be cast from the watchtower. And um, let me see. This can't be good. Here, um, our neo pagan energies shall manifest. A- Alex, I uh, I almost. Don't, don't want to ask, but what, what about witches? Do you have any? Witches are basically the cocks of humans. Oh, my dear Whoa. boy. I mean, this young man, he's one of my own. Yeah. This is a werewolf. Uh, what? I mean, I can see the, the moon's uh, blood is carving an ancient truth into his eye. Is this and, true? Oh, my but my... Congratulations! Uh, Russell, there's... do me a favor and swing over to that window on your chandelier. Already there, mate. Open it up. Get some moonlight in here. Yeah. I, I just want to say there's. Welcome the external realm. There's no, absolutely no proof. There's no proof. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is going to get a little messy. Uh, whoa. Maybe it's just a little ice. Just imagine. What? Oh, speak. Oh. I mean, oh, that's it. Okay. 
Is that oh. is either a werewolf or the rapper DMX, I mean, and like I can't a, be sure. He's like a little oh, bit werewolf, and it's like it started to turn into a werewolf and stopped. I don't. My my grandmother. My grandmother was half werewolf. Okay. But that does not necessarily travel down the bloodline. Oh. Anyone else really horny right now? Always. I've got a question. Where's the human activist now? Am I right, everybody? I mean, this is the same person. Give me a high five. I don't know if you just looked away, but the the person who's now like a I know, it's called irony. Oh my god, is this WTF? No, that was the other one I was on. I appreciate your presence here an awful lot, and I will get it to you. No, this is not WTF. (laughs) Nor is it WTF. (laughs) Which is the fuck. Which is the fuck is what it is. Because she's a witch. Well, that's that, that may be where Imelda should be. Alex, you've been part werewolf this whole time. Yeah, I mean, he's probably not going to be able to vocalize anything as he's sort of completed his transition into um, the mythical beast. Oh! Yeah. I mean, that's a vocalization. Is that, what, is that an orgasm, or what is that that he's doing? Oh! Is there a way you can maybe cast some sort of spell on Alex so that we can hear him speak for a little while? Hmm. Okay, let me see here. Um, Okay. Venere. (coughs) Venere Ventus. Venere. Venere Solus. No, Venere. And then then right here it's just a Venere. 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 Yeah. Oh, this is some bullshit. Alex, welcome back. Yeah, I mean, I can't guarantee that he's going to be happy about it, but... This does not validate a single thing that I said. This is taken out of context. This is a part of the mainstream media's attack on traditional human values. This is just such an exciting moment um, in your life, and I just want to welcome you into the realm. Um, It's really exciting to see, you know, a werewolf such as yourself being birthed right before my eyes, and I'm really excited to call my parents about this because I guess this is what being a witch in L.A. is like. (laughs) Wow. Stephen, how do you feel about Alex's points now that you know? I feel like maybe. It's a little hypocritical. It turns out that he was uh, a quote-unquote monster all along. He is, yeah, he's vigorously humping my leg. He seems to be just as horny as the rest of us. I feel like maybe he owes us an apology. What do you think, Alex? Absolutely not. First of all, uh, just look at this leg. You'll know exactly why this is happening. But mostly, wouldn't it be better if I was with other werewolves? That sounds like something that would be very good for me, and it sounds like it would be something that would be very good for all the humans whose flesh I don't rip asunder with my razor-sharp teeth. I mean, Alex, take a look at us now. We're a human, a werewolf, a witch, uh, I'm a only, ghost, I'm, I'm a, only a, 16th a Hollywood celebrity. Werewolf. I'm 16th werewolf. But we're all different, and we're sitting here, we're having a good conversation, we're making great content. Why can't this be life? Uh, unfortunately, this is life, and this holiday is a celebration, but it's also a glimpse into our 
anti-human, monster, misogynist future. And I think that that's the scariest thing of all. It's really, it's really something. And I just wanted to, I mean, I really have, I'm having a great time. This is really cool. Um, but I do need to bring the reckoning of your kind upon you at some point. I'm sorry. This is Again like, with the reckoning. Oh, I know. Yeah. Can I, uh, I, I was going to read some mm. stories from the listeners. Can we do that first before we oh, are reckoned? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Yeah, of course. I'm not even, like, not even qualified to be doing this. Mm, that's concerning. Um, but listeners, what I asked you to do on Twitter, at Rune Picnic, was to send in real-life spooky stories. And boy, did you deliver. I got some real uh, creepy tales from the crypt. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a special Halloween game that I like to call Scream or Dream. Okay? The rules are simple. I read one of your scary stories, and... My guests and I will decide if the story is a scream, meaning it's scary, or if it's a dream, meaning it's not scary. So is there, Aren't some dreams scary? Those are called nightmares. Isn't that a type of dream? Yeah, and then you scream. God, just let the I man really do like, what he's got to do. Sometimes I, like I just wake up in the middle of the night screaming, and I don't even know why. There's a separate issue that doesn't affect the game, really. Yeah, like, so. Fair. I really do. I like to find people that I can really like scream together with, you know. So. If, if the story is scary, it's a scream. If it's not scary, it's a dream. So our first story comes from Clint, and it goes like this. I was around 12 or 13 years old, and I was home alone for the night. Around this time, there'd been reports of people garden hopping and knocking on patio windows. One man in particular had been spotted several times, wandering around the local town streets and acting shady. I was watching TV when I saw a figure run across my patio window. As I was focused on the television, it was in the corner of my eye so I didn't see him clearly, but it startled the hell out of me. I called the police because I knew if it was the same guy he was a huge creep and it was a repeat offender. I waited on edge for the police to turn up. What happened next haunts me even now. When the police knocked on the door, I jumped up and went to answer. But as I did, a full-grown man jumped up from behind my sofa and ran out of the back door. I nearly shit myself and ran to let the police in. He had managed to get in the front door earlier, and when I saw him out of the window, it had really been a reflection of him behind me as he creeped up and laid down behind the sofa. Steven, scream or dream? Well, I'm going to say dream because that's just my buddy Horny Dave. Uh, and he does that, and he doesn't mean any harm. He does not mean any harm. He simply wants to hump your couch and leave. Russell Brand. I'm going to say um, scream at how unimpressed I was with it, just because, you know, I've been in Hollywood, I've read a little scripts, so... Yeah, so that would be a dream. personal dream, I guess. Alright, dream. Imelda, scream or dream? Okay, I'm gonna say dream because he sounds like a nice guy, he's probably just flirting, and it's fine, like, he's probably just a nice guy. Is that how you so, flirt, Imelda, to go and lay behind someone's couch? Well, I mean, he Sometimes, just, yeah. Alex? Uh, some old fart had a lay down dream. 
Wow. Well, I mean, Clint, personally, I think that's a scream, but I'm outnumbered four to one uh, with the dreaminess of it. Our next story is from Bo V. My buddy and I are big hikers. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're gigantic. We're 20 feet tall each, and we love to walk up mountains. So my buddy and I are big hikers, and just last weekend we got the shit scared out of us while camping. We were about 10 miles into the Smoky Mountains, and we decided to pull off the trail and set up camp because it was getting dark. We were sitting there eating food and smoking a bowl, when all of a sudden my buddy sneezed real loud. All I remember is the moment after he sneezed it being very quiet because all the birds stopped singing, which would be normal except they didn't start singing again for another few minutes. So we were just sitting there talking when we hear, really far away, someone shout, Bless you! Now this normally wouldn't be scary, but when you're two miles from the nearest shelter and most campers use it's the middle of the night, and you know that no one is supposed to be around you, it is scary. Anyway, we froze up as soon as we heard this, and all of a sudden, a pack of like six coyotes ran down the mountainside, coming from the direction that we just heard somebody say something. This fucked me up. <laughs> But I was so exhausted, I didn't know what to do. So I just sat there with my headlight facing towards where the sound came from, until I fell asleep. In the morning, on the way back, we passed a ridge runner, which is what the park rangers are called there, and asked her if anyone had passed the shelter she was stationed at the night after us. She said no. Scream or dream, Mm. everyone. Stephen. Um, I do believe that this is a dream, mainly because... People who claim themselves to be hikers are high as shit all the time. I mean, they did smoke a bowl. Right. Russell. I'm just saying I'm not. This isn't scary. This is just... They call some coyotes I'm in the wilderness. I'm going to put my vote in early like, as well and say dream. Because that's where coyotes are supposed to be. I appreciate someone shouting in the in the night outside is scary, but they did say bless you, which isn't really that scary. That's very kind. I mean, like, a scary thing would have been like, fuck you for sneezing, I'm going to kill you. Or check out my podcast. Like, they could have said that or something. Oh, I go out. I'm always out in the woods. That's where I do a majority of my promotion. Russell, scream or dream? I was going to say dream because uh, I appreciate them being polite. But I must say scream because I say bless you and that's an attack. That's a pushing your agenda on me. And as an atheist, I say that that's fucked up. So I'm going to go with scream. Imelda, what do you think? Um, I'm going to say that that was... Probably a dream because it sounds like maybe like a circle of sisters, like witch sisters, um, and they're probably just kind of performing some sort of basic bloodless curse. Uh, Alex, scream on dream. A couple granolas have allergies. Dream. Hmm. <laughs> Our next scary story comes from Logan. I'm including this one because it's not so much what happens as scary as that how well you'll see. It goes like this. Me and my dad have a tradition of watching horror movies on Halloween night, and a couple years ago we chose Stephen King's It. As we were watching, we weren't too spooked, but sirens went off, signaling the end of Trick or Treat. Is that a normal thing? (laughs) That sirens go off to signal the end of Trick or Treat? No, normally that just means the the Soviets are attacking. (laughs) Alright, Stephen. That meant everyone had to go home. So, as we were watching, we noticed a figure approaching our bay window. It was a clown. The clown approached our window, and our first thought was, Ha ha, somebody's trying to spook us. But as the clown pulled out an object, that to this day we don't know what it was, we got more and more frightened. The clown started tapping on the window. 
My dad made hand gestures indicating that if the clown didn't leave, it never would. My dad went to his room and got his forty-five pistol, and I went with him. As soon as we arrived, the clown ran at the first sight of the weapon. It still gives us the spooks. <laughs> now, to me, that story isn't so much scary because of the clown. So, to me, that story is a scream. But I'm not afraid of the clown. I'm afraid of the the, the dad, Stephen. What I'm do you think? Gonna, I'm gonna say it's a scream. Uh, clowns are, are pretty scary. I believe that clowns are, um, the worst people imaginable. They should all be killed. You know what? Yeah, why not? I mean, if they were all killed, they'd be ghosts, and they'd be closer to you. Right, but they wouldn't be, like, I don't have to hang out with them. Like, we don't have, like, a ghost, like, a, a town we hang out at. I can just go, like, wherever. Like, if he's hanging out in, like, Georgia, I could be, I could go to, like, Iowa. You know, I could go, like, that far away. Yeah, that's two locations. Thank you very much, Stephen. <laughs> Russell Brand. <laughs> scream or dream? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a scream, because I'm not a fan of guns. Check out my website. No guns, no funds. Sounds like I'm promoting guns, but in fact, it's against guns, and that's why I say scream, but that's just me, thank you. Uh, Imelda, what do you think? Um, yeah, I'm going to say scream, too, because I'm, like, totally scared of clowns. They're super scary. And uh, Alex? I'm not sure who's the bigger clown, the one in the makeup or the one whose social agenda for a Halloween night is watching the telly with his dad. Dream. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, you roasted it. Well, overall, Logan, that was voted a screen. So well done. Our final story tonight comes from Evan. This is a bit of a long one, but uh, bear with it. When I was in high school, my bedroom was in the basement of our house. There were two bedrooms downstairs, one for me and one for my sister. It took me several years to get used to walking down in the dark because it gave me the creeps. My sister had just got engaged, so her fiancé was over at our house quite a lot. He would always say goodnight to my sister and stay with her until she fell asleep before slipping out and going back to his apartment. One night, I woke... What are you thinking? What are you thinking of that? Mm-mm. You think it wasn't just a good night? Yeah. Mm. I, I think, yeah. Well, well, let's hear the end of it. Nice. One, <laughs> one night, I woke up about 2 a.m. I lay there for a couple of minutes before I noticed something. It felt like something was outside my door. That feeling you get when someone is looking at you. Again, I tried to sleep, rationalizing that it was just my tired brain coming up with nighttime horrors, but I couldn't shake the feeling that there was someone or something there. I was basically frozen in bed, hoping to sleep before the moaning started, accompanied by thumps against my door, low, guttural, painful sighs from right outside. I sat and listened, assuming it was one of my other brothers or sister's fiancé messing around with me. After ten or so minutes of this, I heard my sister's room door open, and then the sound stopped. A couple weeks later, I found my brother-in-law and my parents talking in our living room. I walked in and asked what they were talking about, and their faces were paper white when they turned to look at me. Go away, Evan. You can't hear this. I was pretty curious, but I pressed a little harder before my brother-in-law spoke up. He said a few weeks ago I was saying goodnight to your sister, and when she fell asleep I left. But when I turned down the hallway, I froze. I couldn't move because I could see something at your door. I could feel it there. I could hear it scraping. I didn't dare walk down to investigate. I snuck back to your sister's room as quietly as I could, and I sat there until I felt it was safe to run upstairs and get your parents. The worst part was my dad's reaction. He's not a superstitious man, but he told me that he was worried. That he was afraid. Hauntings are no joke, he added. And that was the end of it. Now... 
normally I'd be scared here, but what was happening was definitely the old sister and fiance were banging up against this door. Like that's <laughs> definitely what's happening. <laughs> there's, there's a like that is that. And I'll tell you what, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with this. You know what, uh, scream because that would be that would be frightening because he's just sitting there hearing what is well, how did he describe it guttural moans okay <laughs> that's pretty obvious um I do agree that it's scary but uh that's how that's how I would cover that story too I'd be like oh man I saw some outside your door and I just ran into your sister's room and you know what. I was I was scared before, but now Stephen, I completely agree with him. <laughs> what is it? What was the guy's name who did the story? <laughs> Trevor. Evan. <laughs> Evan. <laughs> Evan. That's what it sounds like, man. One day, one day when you have, one day when you have it, you'll know. <laughs> Russell Brand scream a dream. <laughs> I say, if Stephen's uh, theory is correct, that's a dream to me. Personally, he's going to bang up against the door. It sounds like a good time. That's it. Final answer. Thank you. Russell. Um, I think I'm going to say dream because everybody else did. Um, and finally, Alex. <laughs> a family that doesn't talk about what's really happening or in their romantic or internal right, lives, yeah. just like mine. That's a scream. Oh, you're going to scream on this one. Um, well, I'm afraid, Evan, <laughs> although that is a very scary story, <laughs> it has been voted a dream. So, I mean, what was the... I don't know. I don't know who was a winner and who wasn't. I want to thank everyone who sent in a scary story. Um, I really appreciate it, and... No problem. <laughs> Russell, you sent one in, did you? Uh, Imelda, I haven't really talked to you, so I will just... Because I know you were talking before about um some sort of reckoning. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Totally. Yeah. So um, I need to um, find reckoning with your transgressions and kind of um, bring your kind to an end. Um, with, sure. I, mean, um, I really rather you wouldn't bring my kind to an end. Well, yeah, I mean, but this is just, I mean, it's just kind of politics, you know? So, look, if I can just, I'll get out of your hair after I end I mean, all. Imelda, how about this? I mean, we've got around this table, like I said, a human, me. We've got a ghost. We've got a half-ghost and Hollywood celebrity, Russell Brand. Mm -hmm. We have you, a witch, and we have Alex, who's a werewolf. One-sixteenth werewolf. We're sort of like a, almost we could be considered like a council of all the different species. Mm -hmm. Well, um... how about we vote Scream or Dream on humanity, and if we win, you let us live. So long as, like, maybe we can just bring reckoning on uh, everybody but ourselves. I mean, I'm not really supposed to do this, but... I mean, but... can we pick someone else to bring reckoning on? Maybe... The Frankensteins would be my recommendation. Frank I don't care about the Frankensteins. Okay. I have... Yeah, okay. Do you want to vote and we'll see if we can... Yeah. Okay, well, obviously, I think humanity is a... I guess the good one here is a dream. I think it's a dream. It's great. Everyone, you know, it's yeah. good. That's my argument for humanity. I trailed off. Um, Steven. I vote... Okay, I have a quick question before we vote. Are hobbits real? Anyone want to take that? I feel like that's a personal attack, so I'm just going to take a step back. <laughs> Russell, do you consider yourself a hobbit? <laughs> it's up to you. It's up to me whether you're a hobbit or not, Russell Brand. 
Russell Brand, whose mother is a ghost, whose father is Matrix Quasi, who can fly, is a feminist who loves titties. I get to decide <laughs> if you're a hobbit or not. I mean, I know I love titties, that I know for sure. But the hobbit thing, I mean, you know, call me what you want, I'm all secure, so... You know what? We're playing a new game, Hobbit or Nobbit. <laughs> I want everyone to vote. Russell Brand, Hobbit or Nobbit. Steven? I'm going Hobbit, man. Hobbit all the way. Great. Russell, you don't get to vote. Wow. In Melbourne. Mm, okay, Alex. I don't even know if they like to be called Hobbits, but that is my vote. Okay, I vote Hobbit as well. Russell Rand, you're officially a Hobbit. Is humanity a scream or a dream? I mean, I say it's a scream. Is that good or bad to you? Won't you tell me? I'm going to say good because I want to be the outcome. Stephen, did we get an answer from you? You did not. You just, I asked a simple question. Okay, well, Hobbits are real because Russell Brand is one. Okay, so Hobbits are real. Um, I pick Dream on the humans and I, uh, let's just take out the Hobbits. Well, that's a separate issue. Old Rudy, old Rudy ass. Alex, humanity, scream or dream? I would do anything to preserve my human brethren. Dream. And Amelda? Um, I guess I'm obligated to say it's a scream, um, but I guess I'll say dream because you guys seem to like me better. Ah, yeah! So humanity gets to live, and, uh, who dies? The, oh, the Frankensteins? Or the Hobbits, yeah, whatever. Frankensteins or Hobbits or, sure, whatever you guys need. Great, let's get rid of Frankenstein. I don't know what they are. Okay, well, with the destruction of the Frankensteins, I think we can wrap things up for this Halloween episode. Um, I want to thank all my guests. Stephen, thank you so much for coming back. You're very welcome. I had a... God, it was a really weird time, I'll be honest with you. Russell Brand, Hollywood Hobbit Russell Brand. I was going to say you're welcome, and then you went and did that, so whatever. It is what it was. It is what it was. (laughs) Russell Brand. That's what my dad, Matrick Quasi, used to say. Alex DeNormal, thank you for coming on the show. Your pushing of the multi-creature agenda makes you the biggest cuck in all of media. Great. Um, Imelda, it was lovely to meet you, and I'm glad you stopped by. I'm so sorry that I came here. Thank you so much for tuning into the Now We're Talking Halloween Spectre Dracula. I have the privilege of thanking Dan Jankowski, Mindy Ferrano, Dave Dattel, and Tara Shu for doing an incredible job on this episode. It was so much fun. And thank you for sending in your real-life Halloween scary stories. I'm sorry I couldn't do everyone's. If you liked the episode and if you liked the podcast, then please rate and review on iTunes or whichever app you use. And all that's left to say is have a safe and spooky Halloween. I'm off to eat some human flesh. Bye. <laughs>